0: Part 1, Chapter 5 of Introduction to the Devout Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Sam Isaacson. Introduction to the Devout Life by St Francis de Sales. Part 1, Chapter 5. The first step must be purifying the soul. The flowers appear on the earth, says the heavenly bridegroom, and the time for pruning and cutting is come. And what, my child, are our heart's flowers save our good desires? Now, so soon as these begin to appear, we need the pruning hook to cut off all dead and superfluous works from our conscience. When the daughter of a strange land was about to espouse an Israelite, the law commanded her to put off the garment of her captivity, to pare her nails, and to shave her head. Even so, the soul which aims at the dignity of becoming the spouse of Christ must put off the old man and put on the new man forsaking sin. Moreover, it must pare and shave away every impediment which can hinder the love of God. The very first step towards spiritual health is to be purged from our sinful humours. St. Paul received perfect purification instantaneously and the like grace was conferred on St. Magdalene, St. Catherine of Genoa, St. Pelagia, and some others. But this kind of purgation is as miraculous and extraordinary in grace as the resurrection of the dead in nature, nor do we venture to aspire to it. The ordinary purification, whether of body or soul, is only accomplished by slow degrees, step by step, gradually and painfully. The angels on Jacob's ladder had wings, yet nevertheless they did not fly but went in due order up and down the steps of the ladder the soul which rises from out of sin to a devout life has been compared to the dawn which does not banish darkness suddenly but by degrees that cure which is gradually effected is always the surest and spiritual maladies like those of the body are wont to come on horseback and express while they depart slowly and on foot so that we must needs be brave and patient my daughter in this undertaking it is a woeful thing to see souls beginning to chafe and grow disheartened because they find themselves still subject to imperfection after having made some attempt at leading a devout life and well-nigh yielding to the temptation to give up in despair and fall back but on the other hand there is an extreme danger surrounding those souls who through the opposite temptation are disposed to imagine themselves purified from all imperfection at the very outset of their purgation who count themselves as full-grown almost before they are born and seek to fly before they have wings be sure daughter that these are in great danger of a relapse through having left their physician too soon it is but lost labor to rise up early and late take rest unless the Lord prosper all we do. The work of the soul's purification neither may nor can end save with life itself. Do not then let us be disheartened by our imperfections. Our very perfection lies in diligently contending against them, and it is impossible so to contend without seeing them or to overcome without meeting them face to face our victory does not consist in being insensible to them but in not consenting to them now to be afflicted by our imperfections is certainly not to consent thereto and for the furtherance of humility it is needful that we sometimes find ourselves worsted in this spiritual battle wherein however we shall never be conquered until we lose either life or courage moreover Imperfections and venial sins cannot destroy our spiritual life, which is only to be lost through mortal sin. Consequently, we have only need to watch well that they do not imperil our courage. David continually asks the Lord to strengthen his heart against cowardice and discouragement, and it is our privilege in this war that we are certain to vanquish so long as we are willing to fight. End of part one, chapter five. Recording by Sam Isaacson.